calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Sarah Michelle Gellar of Buffy the Vampire Slayer fame found out. Hello. Hello! Welcome to We Stand Together, an academic pop culture symposium. Mm-hmm, you know that's right. We're smart people talking dumb topics. We're the professors of pop culture, I would say. I would say that's true, Caitlin Bitsagai. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren Brickman. This has been a <laughs> thesis, a hypothesis that has been proven. Mm-hmm. And, you know, despite this uh, kooky intro, you know, we have <laughs> master's degrees and are to this day teaching at the college level. Yeah. Is, are people learning at the college level? I don't know, but I just got my contract re up. So we're doing it again this <laughs> fall, baby. Contract <laughs> extension. <laughs> for being a professor. Yep, yep, yep. They I read about that. Me yet. Yeah. They haven't stopped me yet. I saw me it on yet. ESPN this morning, your contract extension. People are really mm-hmm. excited. <laughs> well, you know what else I'm excited about? It's being a stan. Yeah. Being an obsessive fan. Caitlin, what are you standing this week? You know, I got a weird one. A, a wild one. I see it. I see it in the show notes and I'm already embarrassed for you. It's out of character. It's Green Day. The band. I can't, I can't, can't because win. as followers of my social know, I went on Wednesday to the concert at City Field called oh the Hella Mega Tour. I'm sorry, I didn't name it, but it was Weezer and Green Day, and it was supposed mm-hmm. to be Fallout Boy, but Fallout Boy got COVID. So, oh no. Oops. Oh. Um, so they did not perform. I liked the Green Day concert, guys. I went at okay. the invite of a friend. Wouldn't have chosen to do this on my own. But honestly, they were a great life. And I recommend them. Go to see the Hello Mega Tour, folks. It's coming to a city near you. I love that for you. I was supposed to see Green Day in high school. But the two days before I was going to buy my tickets, I got a speeding ticket. And it was for the same cost of the ticket. Or like oh. the ticket to the concert. So my parents were like, "Yes, you're paying a speeding ticket and not going to Green Day." Wow, that feels like a parenting moment from a '90s show. Yeah, yeah. 
where like for some reason they got Green Day to be a guest star too. So like your best friend goes to the Green Day concert. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, so you've been standing Green Day for a while, but what are you currently standing? I'm currently standing the fact that y'all, sometimes when you log into Netflix, you don't know it, but a show you really like drops a new season. Ooh, that's a fun feeling. It was so fun. I logged in the other night and oh boy, Control Z season two dropped. Uh, and if you're like, Control Z, what is that? Well, let me tell you, folks. Control Z is a Mexican teen drama. <laughs> okay. And oh, it's it's Gossip Girl, but so much darker. It is so so much darker um season one was all about a hacker that exposes uh big secrets and it causes like panic and humiliation uh and it's it's wild and season two we had an avenger because of course season one wreaked havoc and of course season two is about trying to you know work through the guilt and the anger of what happened it's so good i've already finished the entire thing wow yeah I have wow. no control when I binge watch control. I was going to say, have you ever just watched one episode of anything? Has it ever happened? Uh, it has when I'm watching something in real time and there's no choice. To <laughs> you going. don't have the ability, right? Yeah. When, when, the, when the ability to not binge watch is taken away from me, then I have no choice. And sometimes I don't have the willpower to wait. Like I was going to wait and not watch Roswell. The new season of Roswell also uh, dropped uh, okay. recently. And I told myself, I was like, I'm going to wait till all the episodes are out. And then I can just binge it because that's how I feel comfortable. I sure. have no self-control and I'm just watching it every week. Wow. And that's my truth. That's where I'm at. Anyways, uh, feeling really good about where I am. Uh, thanks, Control Z season two. I hope there's 20 more seasons. <laughs> You know, you know what we always want more of as well? Today's guest. Today's guest. That's right. Please welcome Morgan Miller. Yes, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) She's been here the whole time, folks. Can you believe it? I was like, should I laugh or be quiet? Also, (laughs) I've never thought that doing a podcast. <laughs> We're the first funny podcast Morgan Miller's been on. I do a lot of dramas, a lot of mystery, a lot of true crime. Right. Yeah, you did like serial season one. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I know about you. You've solved a lot of cold cases. And they're all on podcasts. You can't find one of them, mm-hmm. not a lick of them, are on TV. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta well, get a meeting with Netflix or something. No, they're like, stay on radio. Radio? Where am I? I'm in the yeah. I'm in the twenties. Yep. I'm in the twenties. Did it even exist in twenties? Oh my god. We are starting off hot today, folks. I love it. It dawns on me that we have once again invited someone on the podcast without telling them the theme of today's no. episode. Nope, no, no idea. Yeah, this is a fun habit we've fallen into, but I'm pretty excited because famously, Morgan, you host Famously Dumped. Yeah, I do. And <laughs> I, I, I was inspired because I was listening to the episode with friend of the podcast, Pat Reagan, uh, where you famously called him famously gay. And uh, <laughs> while I was, this is all famous. This is so famous. Which is the joke, cause I'm not. So that inspired me. And so today, our theme is lesbian breakups and makeups on TV and film. Oh my god. 
peg my ass. Get get me out there. <laughs> fucking tell the world I'm a dyke and let's roll, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, we 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 always like. Uh, I I feel like you've already shared your credential in that moment, but we always like to let our audience know sort of our credentials on the topic, so they understand why um, we've self proclaimed ourselves as professors mm-hmm, on this topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I have one. You know, I was realizing former guest of the show Raquel Powell. Mm-hmm. We did a show together many many years ago where we. It was basically, if you know the musical last five years where they like you see a relationship from the, the end and the beginning at the same time, we basically did that, but without music and, and we were played lovers and we got to watch our relationship fall apart together. And that was a beautiful artistic experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we see this anywhere? Uh, unfortunately, it was not filmed. It was not filmed for posterity. I, I, I think I have the script somewhere, though, so maybe Rocky and I should bring it back and do mm-hmm. a you know, 20 years later, where are they now? Uh, past reunion. I love that. <laughs> Mike Kelton and I did a show like six, no, God, I guess it's probably like nine years ago. And uh, we've always been like, when one of us really like breaks through and becomes like semi whatever, we're going to bring it back and just do it. And it was called Everything Makes Sense. And none of it made sense. Mm-hmm. And we submitted it to BS Bank at UCB Theater. And they were like, okay, great, right. we have notes. And Mike and I were like, we don't need notes, honey. <laughs> we just <laughs> took it to another theater because we were like, this is so crazy that the amount of notes. <laughs> then you see be closed. You have to you have to wonder if they had just greenlit that Green- show. Look at the chronology. <laughs> Rebuking Morgan Miller's show, closing. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years later, closed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. Huh? Yeah. Well, Caitlin, what's your credential this week? You know, I did set out in this episode when we decided on the theme. I was like, don't talk about Rosie O'Donnell too much. (laughs) But I'm going to fail. (laughs) And my credit is that I did perform with Rosie O'Donnell, as as did you, Lauren, Mm -hmm. uh, as a part of the female gaze at UCB, which then closed later. (laughs) We have to see a pattern. But this was, it it relates to her breakups and makeups because she had just gotten divorced the second time and was living downtown which is part of the reason she said yes <laughs> you love you love a celebrity easy. that's like yeah as long as it's in my own backyard <gasps> literally they have drivers yeah. like they, they don't have there's nothing to get anywhere for them but it's still just like well all right well i feel like it's pretty clear that everyone is, on this zoom call right now is an expert in lesbian makeups and breakups what's my credential just that i'm a dyke well, <laughs> definitely that you said that twice. I also feel like it was. I was also going to say because you know you've hosted this podcast about, about being breakups, breaking okay, up, cool, and things yeah. like yes, yeah. Probably. That was gonna. That was my Got thought. It. But it can be whatever you want it to be. But if there's anything else you want to add, well, we're talking pop culture. This has come up lately, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which is wild. But I'm a big fan of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I'm a huge okay. fan. I'm part of Bachelor Nation. And of course, and um, my biggest credential is in the past year, I've hooked up with one of the Bachelor contestants. (gasps) What? I mean, that's probably the biggest credential ever shared on this show. Yeah, she was on it. She was on it like 10 years ago. She was on it a long, long time ago. But and now is 
gay and out and all that kind of stuff. But when that happened, when she told me that, and then we hooked up at the <laughs> after <laughs> we hooked up in bed, I was like, I can't believe I hooked up with someone on The Bachelor. <laughs> was she like, I get that a lot? Yeah, like, she was that's, super that's self-aware. What people she was super self-aware and super funny about it and like very, she was really funny. She was like, was that on your bucket list? And I was like, it wasn't, <laughs> but it is now. Kind of. <laughs> and it crossed it off. Definitely will be mentioned in your obituary. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's oh, maybe man. my credential. I'd say that's so. iconic. That's truly iconic. Wow. I love that for you. I love that for us. I love that for everyone. It's a great credential. Well, now I'm even more excited to roll into our next game because clearly, Morgan, this is a topic you're going to know so much about. But we have a game today called Name That Dump. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to give you details about a famously failed relationship, and I'm going to see if you can guess who the dumpies are that I'm speaking of. So I'm going to give you some some details, and you're going to try to guess who who these famous uh, famous ladies are. And uh, yeah, you're going to name that dump, um, and we'll no. see how many of these dumps this you can name. This is horrible. <laughs> I must preface that I'm a recovering alcoholic and a drug addict, so my memory is so far. Fucking bad, <laughs> and I don't know the names of celebrities, but I'm gonna crush this. Let's do it. Let's do it. You're gonna absolutely crush this. I believe in you. <laughs> All right. So here's the first one. Can you name this dumb? This former <laughs> Disney. Every star. time you say it, it's insane. <laughs> name the dump. All right. Okay. Sorry, I no, it's fine. Uh, this former Disney star's first public girlfriend was a Victoria's Secret angel. The two were photographed together a ton, and now we are thankful that in the archives of their brief relationship, we have an iconic churro-eating photo. Can you name this dump? Well, this old Disney star's Miley Cyrus. You got one of them. It's her first public girlfriend. Fuck. Um, I'm <laughs> so, honestly, I'm amazed that I got Miley Cyrus. I, I, already, you've got Here's a point. Here's what I'm going to say, and it's not right. Kristen Stewart. <laughs> I, you know what? It's shocking that th- that isn't true, because let me tell you, when I was doing my research, Kristen Stewart is linked to lots of folks right? out She's there. She's six so... degrees separation, so I was like, maybe. Yeah. No, that's a great mm-hmm. guess. Uh, but Miley's first public girlfriend was actually Victoria's Secret Angel Stella Maxwell. Oh, right. Mm. Oh, right. Kristen Stewart wasn't a Victoria's Secret Angel. Yes. Okay, got it. Yes, Stella Maxwell. Okay. But I but a great guess nonetheless. All right. So we'll give you one point on the board for getting Miley, which was great. All right. Now, this next dump was never officially confirmed as a romantic relationship. However, most gossip blogs have a lot of evidence to suggest they were together. And this turbulent tale dates all the way back to 2015 when an up-and-coming actress starred in the uh, in this music industry heavy hitters music video right before the actress's career catapulted due to the film Creed. So, a woman who is in Creed who dated a very famous musician around 2015. Can you name that dump? Jesus Christ. In Creed's music video? No, 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 no. The movie, the movie Creed. Sorry, I can see now. That was confusing. No, the actress starred in her alleged girlfriend's music video. That's how they met. 
and shortly after uh, she was in the video, her career took off. Oh, in read the, the, the Michael B. Jordan movie. Yeah. Oh. She plays his love interest. But I like your idea better. <laughs> I do too. I mean, did God. <laughs> It skyrocketed their career. I don't have no idea. You're probably going to tell me and I won't even know the names of these people. Are they super famous? I, I feel like they are. Famous. I mean, one of them has been making a lot of headlines recently. Recently. Kristen Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's two Kristen Stewart's. <laughs> Again, not a bad guess. Uh, but this was actually Janelle Monet and Tessa oh Thompson. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Love. Love. Did not. Would never. All right. <laughs> All right, so here's another one. Now, this is a true icon. Uh, She's been around for a long time, but her her relationship in 2011 famously ended after nine years when her partner allegedly found out that this rock star was carrying on an affair with one of the Nurse Jackie co-creators. What the hell? (laughs) That is drama. This is a real iconic rock star, heavy hitter in the world of music. And her partner left her after nine years when she, she cheated on her. I just the detail of it being a co-creator of Nurse Jackie was just what really set me off. Um, This is a rock star. Mm-hmm. I would call I would call oh, yeah. this woman a rock star for sure. Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. Nurse Jackie, I know okay. nothing about. Uh, so that's not Fair helping enough. me. No one does. <laughs> yeah. Even we don't. <laughs> so basically the information you're giving me is this person's a rock star. And yes. they had, were dating for 11 years and then their partner cheated on them with... No, they cheated on their they partner. Cheated on their this partner. rock star cheated on their partner. This happened back in 2011. This rock star had already been famous for so long. Like, there's no way in hell you were alive in the 90s and you weren't singing into a hairbrush to this woman's hits. Okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) And her ex is an actor, but you're not going to know her. (laughs) I'll just tell you right now. So I don't know her ex, but I do. So here's all I know is that this person was a rock (laughs) star in 2011 and gay and openly gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> has been openly gay for for yeah. many decades it's one of her main things yeah unfortunately this is she's often reduced to that label though she is so much more and less and, and so less. much less <laughs> in other ways um <laughs> if it helps you when i was in seventh grade i saw her in concert oh that's helpful <laughs> we know it's not green day <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's the deal I don't know if Courtney Love is gay, but I have a feeling in a world that (laughs) she was. But I also know that's not right. So you have Mm -hmm. to tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so bad at this. All right. Well, Melissa Etheridge cheated on her partner, Tammy Lynn Michaels, with the co-creator of Nurse Jackie. And that's something I can't stop thinking about. So I am going to force everyone else to think about it now. Okay. I wasn't a diehard fan and I wasn't singing into the thing, into the hairbrush. Oh, no. Wasn't a diehard fan. Also, here's also the deal. Incredibly closeted at that time. 
And so mm. potentially so you weren't not yeah, I yeah. wasn't aware because I wasn't trying to seek out who that makes who's the gays that in makes 2011. Sense. I was I was on the straights. Fair I was enough. on the straights page. So um <laughs> so I'm just I'm not trying to say excuses for me here, but no, 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 I get that. I get that. I guess, you know, we weren't all seeing Melissa Etheridge live in seventh grade. <laughs> I get it. Like <laughs> yeah, Lauren, you were very uh, secure in your heterosexuality, in fact, because you could just be like, oh, I can go to this. No one's going to think anything. <laughs> no. Uh, I saw it was Melissa Etheridge and I think like uh, Blessed Union of Souls. Oh, God. Like, wow. Maybe LFO. It was a weird and summer fest. It was a bizarre like day long concert. Anyways, wow. good times. All right. We got we got two more for you to okay. guess. I'm I'm confident you're going to get okay. these. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so in March 2016, okay. this French singer and actress told W Magazine that she was very, 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 very in love and very happy in a relationship with an actress best known for turning into a vampire. But two months later, these two live birds were Splitsville. Okay. It's Kristen Stewart. Yeah. And she dated. <sighs> Was it, was she? Now, she has dated a lot, but this was the French singer that she dated. Was it Alicia something? No, but I'm sure that she did date an Alicia. I, I, who was it? She was hot. You got. got... She was hot. Mm -hmm. She, yeah. It's uh, Soko, right? Yay! Yeah. Hey, wow. Yeah. Soko and Case do. Nailed. Yep. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. Uh, last one, and then you will pass this course. I've not in, passed it at all, dump. but yes, let's go. Oh, no. I'm, gonna ask, got, I'm just hey, going to say Kristen Stewart again, whatever it is. <laughs> okay, let's do it. All right. So this famous orthopedic surgeon said to her pediatric surgeon wife, I am constantly trying to fix us, and it's been killing me slowly. Before ending their marriage for good six years ago. Can you name that dumb? Oh my god. I will be I will be honest and say these are a fictional couple from a TV show. What? Um was are they from Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> they are, yes, yes. It's they definitely are. from Grey's Anatomy. Yes. It was it's definitely from Grey's Anatomy. It was the blonde, the blonde in Grey's uh-huh. Anatomy, yeah. who also was mm-hmm. in love with the guy that became a ghost at one point, right? The blonde. That no. hasn't happened yet. It will. No, it's different Those blonde. Two different, different blondes. Blonde. <laughs> okay, but it was also the like the voluptuous. Uh, I know mm-hmm. the other one mm-hmm. was the voluptuous. I think she's Latina. Is she mm-hmm. and correct. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I know it was her, and she hooked up mm-hmm. with. So I'm not going to know the names, but I do know the characters. Okay, and so she yeah. hooked up with not. It was the blonde that was in the dresses movie. No, no. that's Izzy. Izzy, no. The other blonde has very famous parents in real life, not on the TV show. This is okay. It is better that you gave me the fictitious names. I do remember because I remember watching the scenes. Obviously, I don't remember the face of the other person. Clearly, I was checking out that 
other girl. I'm not going to know. But I know, you okay. know what I mean? I think you should give me some yeah, points I, because I it's can, there. I you think, definitely have points. I think you, you definitely have points because you definitely described them. I got it was Grey's Anatomy. You knew it was the blonde and you knew it was the brunette. You, you knew a lot about them. And their names are Callie and Arizona. Oh, yeah. Arizona. Arizona. That's right. That's right. Okay, got it. And, you know, I really shoehorned that one in here, but we couldn't do this episode without having a moment to, you know, pay tribute to two women I miss every single day. No, that was uh, a big one. <laughs> even though they're not real. That was a big one. Even though they're not real, I miss them. And yeah. uh, the best thing that Grey's Anatomy could do for all of us at this time in the world is bring them back. And Right? Or get their own spinoff request. in New York. <gasps> Stop a spinoff. Calzona. Uh, I'm sweating. And they I'm sweating. start just an LGBT oh. um, nonprofit <laughs> pop. Oh. I was going to say a pop up hospital, which is insane. <laughs> Could be a good idea. But listen, I'm, be full idea. I'm full of good ideas. So, <laughs> Well, they're going to have to name it the Morgan Miller Pop Up Institute. <laughs> and. In honor of what a great idea. Well, Morgan, I think you passed the test. Right. You you definitely got you got one, two, three. We're gonna give you four points on the board and say you've passed name that Amazing. dog. Good job. Amazing. Woo! Yeah. Okay, great. I think thank you for letting me pass that. <laughs> you passed. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and uh, see if we can count all of Kristen Stewart's ex-girlfriends. I don't know if I can count that high, but we're going to we're going to we're going to go try and we'll be right back. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. 
We are back. I'm still counting. I'll let you know if I ever stop counting Kristen Stewart's ex-girlfriends. In the meantime, <laughs> Caitlin, you have something that you've been thinking about for years that yeah. you we just finally needed to give you space to talk about it. Yes. And I did mention up top, I didn't want to talk about Rosie O'Donnell too much, but I will. Um, here's the thing. I am a Rosie stan. I know all of her problems better than people that hate her. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> she's got some foibles. Uh, she's frankly very annoying um, these days, but... Um, I do think Trump drove her actually insane. But my thesis is that Kelly Carpenter O'Donnell, her ex-wife, needs to do the world a service and reunite with Rosie because Rosie has not had good years since this divorce. So to give you some background, uh, Rosie O'Donnell, 1995, adopted her baby Parker, who is now uh, an adult and he's like really obsessed with the military. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then she meets kelly and together they adopt chelsea blake and then in 2002 kelly gives birth to vivi they get married in 2004 like right when you could get legally married in san francisco uh but that was annulled uh by a state court or something so that's actually the only time they were legally married which i didn't realize um And then they separated in 2007. So during those years, we've got the Rosie O'Donnell show. Amazing. We have her retiring from that and just doing her own weird blog that I loved (laughs) and checked every day. It was Rosie.com. She would do weird poetry. She would show you her her art, including she got obsessed with these little dolls called Munis. And she would just decorate them like dozens a day like just absolute manic stuff and right before kind of twitter and instagram took off she had a part of her website called ask row which was basically twitter for just rosie o'donnell Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you could interact with her it was genius stuff then we have her first years on the view which uh, uh, some of the most famous television of all time and should be these are great years then they break up in 2007 now what have we had since 2007 We've had the return of the Rosie show, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have her her a- acting, which I, she is a good actor, but I just think the roles she chooses are always kind of like a bummer. Why she doesn't really just do comedy, I don't know. Um, then in tw- 2015, and this ends very tragically, she gets married again to this woman named Michelle Rounds, who's since passed away. But she does a stand-up special that's also very bad uh, called Rosie O'Donnell, A Heartfelt Stand-Up, where she talks about her heart problems and also some of, like, she was just obsessed with how hot Michelle was. Like, that was her only interest in the whole situation, which is cool, but why do you have to marry that person and adopt a baby named Dakota? So they get divorced. Yeah, it's kind of weird. She doesn't like her adult children, I believe. She actually, she likes Parker but she doesn't really want to be around him. Chelsea, there's been a lot of issues. Blake is just MIA. I don't know. She still likes Vivi pretty well. And Dax, of course, is number one. Dax is taking the number one position. Um, So I really feel like Kelly was the key to the good years. And so we need her back. Now, what has Kelly been up to? You might be wondering. Well, I I looked up her Instagram and she is married to a woman named Ann Steele who she met on one of the Rosie family cruises, which Kelly was actually the president of that company. And Ann Steele's a former Broadway performer, which is 
quite a new wife to have when your ex is rosy. Like, that's a lot. I stalked her on Instagram a bit. She seems uh, to be doing very well and thriving, and she still seems to talk to Blake because he's in her IGs. Is Kelly happier now without Rosie? 100%. Obviously. We know this. But am I? No. And that's why I need Kelly to get back together with Rosie. And I know it's going to be bad. I know it's going to be hard, but she needs to do it. Okay, so for that to happen. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you. Kelly would have to break up with the current. Right, mm -hmm. which is totally unnecessary. They seem very happy. Well, we don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't know. We don't Instagram's know. Instagram's, not, Instagram's real not real life. And I think the more you push that you're happy on Instagram, the less happy you are. Fun. That's my little mm. theory that I have. Uh, the more holding hands, kissy pictures, the less you actually love each other. <laughs> um, but that's just me who's jaded and been dumb. Um, but I think that, okay, so she would have to break up with current. And then Rosie, is Rosie ever come out publicly that she would want to get back with? No. Okay. No. So, <laughs> so there's a lot of convincing. There's to do. a lot of convincing to do, but the evidence is there. I'll say the evidence is there mm -hmm. that Rosie was better with, you know, and what they say about every lesbian is behind one lesbian is a strong female lesbian that is running the show. <laughs> Yes. Mm -hmm. And I want to just do a shout out for marrying hot people because really quickly, I just want to say, <laughs> you know, yeah, in a I world agree. where I'm un very unemotionally available, marriage to a hot person sounds nice. But I think a lot of things would have to fall into place. But listen, I'm I'm a Tetris fan. OK, so let's like Tetris. There we it go. Up. Let's fucking figure it out. Let's put the pieces together. I'm on board with it, Caitlin. I'm on board with it. <laughs> Thank you, Morgan. Thank you. We've got Morgan's buy-in. Lauren, do you believe in the power of Kelly's love? <laughs> I would love to see these two get back together. I'm with you. I agree. I I think we could all use reunions. They say you can't go home, but I think you can. And I wanna and I wanna see these two women come home to each other. You know? Yeah. Wow. Do you know Rosie's Beautiful. on TikTok? Oh yeah, and, yeah, and she's very she's commenting on like smaller accounts and being like yeah, yeah. like being like watching them and being like oh this is fun this is funny and all that oh yeah I think I did try to get Rosie to do at me um, <laughs> on TikTok and it didn't it didn't, didn't go take. over she didn't do it I was like the one person she didn't respond to she might uh, eventually her big thing is like she's always like TikTok you don't stop that's like I feel like that's her her little she saying. loves saying shit like I that. mean that is. Yeah gonna make her so happy all right well yeah my opinions changed we can't be saying TikTok, don't stop come on now all right she doesn't deserve to get back together with that can you imagine if i was like <laughs> one catchphrase and i'm like you don't deserve happiness yeah she's struggling if that's where i know her from right now currently she does apparently have a couple of different projects in the works over at showtime i think oh. she's got like a deal over there for scripted I think so. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Cause she, uh, that sh she was on that show MILFs and yes, I think that she was oh, well received. Yeah. She was great in that. And I think. Yeah. I liked her on MILF. I liked that show, but it went to shit yeah. because that, that, I, that, yeah, there's, there's some, some toxicity really, issue. Yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's some drama. Um, when Britney Spears, um, 
I guess when that doc came out or when she testified, I can't remember, Rosie uh, posted support by what she clearly did is she Googled Britney Spears on Rosie O'Donnell's show, mm-hmm. then clicked on images and took a screen grab of that. Britney did? Yeah. No, Rosie oh, did. Rosie and then did. Rosie just posted oh, like free God. Britney. But it was like, like instead of just posting one of the pics. Right. She just took a screen grab of all of the pics. Oh my god, that's so funny! Of so, like the Google page. Oh my yes, god, the grid, that yes. is <laughs> that's uh, that's unhinged. But like in my yes. head, I'm like, maybe she's just trying to parallel how unhinged Britney seems. So we're kind of right. being on the and, same page about that. And maybe her point is like, if I'm this crazy and I don't have a conservator, then exactly because <laughs> like, that's Britney yes, exactly because that's fair, unhinged. that is a fair point. I, that's unhinged. I will say just to throw in another brag, I've been to five Britney Spears concerts. What? Mm-hmm. Five? I've only what been to one. I've never been to any. Oh but God. too many Lauren. speeding tickets. <laughs> you keep getting the speeding tickets. <laughs> but as far as Rosie and Kelly, I, I would like to see Rosie and Kelly get back together. I think Thank that's you. a happy ending that America needs right now. Right. Frankly. Thank you. And speaking of what America needs right now, I think it's time to play another game. Okay. But this one is a little bit more imaginative. Yes. Morgan, we're going to tap into your love of the bachelor and your passport carrying of bachelor nation because we're going to play a game we call pitch fire this is the lesbian dating competition show version (laughs) so there's never been like a great lesbian dating competition show and there hasn't been a lot of lesbian reality shows in general like i guess there's tampa bays is coming out which sounds exciting uh it is about tampa lesbians just like I did need to know. Uh, But it's going to be like a follow show. Mm -hmm. And for gay men, there's been Finding Prince Charming and Boy Meets Boy. Season eight of Are You the One had only sexually fluid contestants. There was, of course, Tila Tequila. I was going to say, Tila Tequila was one of the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we need like a Bachelor style show for lesbians. So we're going to pitch it right now. So, Morgan, what network should this be on? I also want to shout out for The Real L Word. That was also oh, oh, yeah. a good one. Real L Word was good. Um, that was really good. Really good. And that really helped me with my sexuality as well. Um, so, what network is this on? Everyone's yeah. going to want to say MTV, but absolutely not. Um, I don't think okay. that's where this should land. It would probably fall on Netflix, but then it would be, like, brushed over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if it's on yeah. a major network like Bachelor Nation is like ABC, then I think all the middle America assholes aren't going to really take to it. So we got to find a middle ground here. Peacock. Wow. I love that. That would be a bold one. I could drive subscriptions. It could. I think where it could catch and where it actually could land, where it's sort of um, edgy enough and there's like enough sort of people that are like, eh, I think HBO. We got to go HBO Max. Nice. I love that. Yeah, HBO, Max. HBO Max. And HBO Max is delving its feet into like unscripted dating stuff mm. right now. They just dropped one that's like on an island or something. Yeah. So I think the doors are Well, open. yeah, they have fuck, Fuckboy Island. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. Glazer. Oh, that's right. Fuckboy yeah. Island. And then... There's a surfing one mm-hmm. coming out on ABC that looks really good too. 
Yeah. Ooh, all right. Okay. So what's our format for this show? Is it a traditional Bachelor style show or is there a twist? Is there some sort of other component? Okay. So here's the deal. This is why there's never been, in my opinion, a gay Bachelor or Bachelorette. Because all the contestants are going to hook up with each other. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. All the contestants <laughs> are going to be like, okay, there's the Bachelorette. But look at all these other hot people. And they live in a house right? together. And everybody's drinking a good amount. And so eyes are wandering. So that's why I feel like it's really hard. So the twist for me would have to be that those contestants can't really interact unless they're around the main person that we're trying to get together. Or it has to be some sort of competition show or like Bachelor in Paradise where they're all like on an island trying to hook up with whoever. And then they're allowed to mm-hmm, hook up with whoever. Mm-hmm. And then we find out who matches love compatibility-wise. So, for me, it would either have to be like Bachelor in Paradise or what I think would be a really cool spin is if the contestants could not interact at all. And just, I think that's interesting. When they were hanging out there. I like it, that a lot. It's kind of like the circle. Kind of like the circle. Mm, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. The circle meets the Bachelor. There you go. Yeah. But all I right. still feel like when they all interacted with the main person... They would still be like, I think, like, I'm going to try more to get more followers. But at the end of this, I'm going to Instagram that girl later <laughs> and try. Totally. Yeah. Totally. But yeah, that's that's a fun spin, right? All I right. like that. Who's I love it. Who's the host? Me. Who's our. Yes. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yes. Me. Okay. Come on. Morgan, Morgan yeah. Miller's The Circle Meets The Bachelor for Lesbians. <laughs> On HBO Max. <laughs> it's gotta be me or it's gotta be Rosie O'Donnell. We gotta bring Rosie O'Donnell back. <laughs> she needs to come back. This is a strong one. Maybe it'll win back the ex. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's you two co-hosts. Oh my god, I would die. I would live. I would love. Yes. Or yeah. I just want to f- pull out of the vault. I want it to be Tila Tequila. I would. Yes. We either go me. Wait, or wait, we pull out- wait. I love this. I love this idea of like Morgan, you're the main host, and then we have a panel of like sage lesbian uh, advisors, and it's like Tila, Tequila, Rosie, and I feel like we need one more person that it's like, and here's our sage <laughs> panel, our panel of sage. Yeah, I love so it. I love it. Um, great. So, what are our contestants like? What are their ages? What is there a certain demographic we're going after? Certain occupations? Oh wow. Okay. Well. I think this is fun. Well, I'm so bachelor heavy in my head, but I mm-hmm. would like it to be a wider age range than the bachelor is. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think a fun thing in the community is we got some age differences happening, especially in the public mm-hmm. eye. Um, mm-hmm. There's people dating that are super far apart in age. So I would like mm-hmm. the age group to be like, I would say, here's the deal. I don't think anyone that's 24 needs to date anyone. Mm-hmm. You're not, a, you can't. You don't know what's happening in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> or at least this drug addict and alcoholic didn't. But I think we're talking, because I want the love to last forever. So mm-hmm. 28 is hard because it's right before your Saturn return, but we'll give you a little bit of a pass on that. So 28 wow. to 49 is what I'm okay. thinking, wow. age range. Okay. Although, for it to be super successful, I think it's got to be 28 to like 39. 
because people love young people. So there we go. And then the demographic, I think, has to be super like Love Island. I think it needs to be mm -hmm. all races, all Mm -hmm. uh, I was going to say all genders. I was like, no, it can't be all genders. <laughs> yeah, I think it should be pretty diverse and the age range should be around then. I The more ridiculous the occupation, the better, I believe. Yeah. Um, but that would have to totally. be a probably spinoff. It's like wacky occupation uh, bachelor meets the circle. <laughs> um, but I think they get to choose what it says as their occupation because I think that's what they get to do on The yes. Bachelor. So it's like... Uh, the girl that I hooked up with 10 years ago, her uh, thing was she was blogger. <laughs> That's amazing. Which is unbelievable. So, yeah, choose choose your own adventure there because they were like dental assistant. And it's like, what does that mean exactly? Um, it's like you're the receptionist at a dentist office, I think. So, yeah. I love that. That's amazing. Okay, so we've got Morgan Miller's The Circle meets The Bachelor for lesbians. If you are 28 to 49, <laughs> please DM us if you would like to be a contestant on this show. And if you're an HBO Max exec, please DM us because we'll be putting this together. Uh, Incredible. It's actually insane. We're actually getting a DM somehow right now. <laughs> So no, this is not even though released. This is, this is it's not just on my hard drive. Uh, but we got to go answer this DM, and we'll be right back. <laughs> wow. Uh, it turns out it was just that intern from HBO Max that accidentally emailed everybody. Um. So false alarm, uh, but hopefully the real executives will be DMing soon. Um, all right, folks, I got I got to get into something for a second. I think um, I think that I have been uh, hesitant to talk about this fandom that I was a part of for a while because okay. it's gotten some bad press over right. recent years, um, and. But true Stan stands who've been listening to the show, you all know that I I was a Buffy the Vampire Stan growing same. up. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Big yeah, time, right. Same. And so as fellow stands, we know that a big part of being a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Stan is trauma. Like it's traumatic <laughs> on so many levels. The storylines were traumatic. The creator was causing trauma. It's just there's a lot of trauma to unpack. And Folks, you know, I've talked a lot about my love for Zeth Green on the show. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know, in eighth grade, I wrote an essay about how much I loved him. Collage, made a collage, and my classmates made fun of me. Uh, so that's who I am. That's just like who I am. And today I, I come to you all with this thesis. There was no greater tragedy on Buffy the Vampire Slayer than them breaking up willow and tara and i to this day feel like perhaps one of the many reasons i'm chronically and canonically single is that because willow and tara couldn't make it work i don't believe love can work because if willow and tara can't have everlasting love who can <sighs> i'm like getting heated just starting to think about this my blood's like starting to boil now I, I want to say this first and foremost. As I mentioned, I was a big Seth Green fan. So Oz was my dude. Oz, I thought that there was 
somehow going to be a way that I, Lauren Brickman, growing up in Edmond, Oklahoma, was going to meet Oz, a fictional character, and we would be in love. Like, this was something I believed. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you all are like, yeah, that tracks. So for me to become a true shipper of Willow and Tara, this was a real journey for me because I don't think I've ever cried harder than when Oz and Willow broke up. Like, I was unwell. People were like, are you okay? I was like, well, no. Oz is gone and I'm never going to recover. Um, People were checking on me. There were health and safety checks. But I got so on board for Willow because that pivot, that change, that growth, I was so here for it. They, they were witches together and they were, Tara taught Willow so much about who she was and like brought out parts of Willow's character that like, my God, we just, we owe Tara so much. But then they had to go and fuck it up. They had to go and let Willow lose control of her magic. And I'm sorry, when she started messing with Tara's brain, when she starts going in there and doing brain magic and like fully abusing her, I was like, what are you doing to my beautiful Willow? But then, then they have the audacity to get them back together just in time for Tara to get fucking killed. They killed her. They couldn't just break them up. They just, they had to kill her and she had to hold her. And, and it was just mean. It was really, really mean. And I, I don't know why they had to do that. I don't know why we had to do that. I don't know why the creators and the writers felt like this was pain we all needed to live through. And so my thesis today is that if I was granted the power to go back in time and save any fictional lesbian TV relationship, 100% it would be Willow and Tara. And I think if we lived in a world where Willow and Tara found everlasting love, that I too, Lord Brickman, would find everlasting love. But since that didn't happen, I don't I don't know that it will happen for me because it couldn't happen for them. And that is my thesis today. <laughs> I'm wow. deeply unwell. I'm deeply unwell. Wow. Um, so thoughts about Willow and Tara and or other fictional lesbian couples you want to go back in a time machine and save. That's my question for you all. OK. Wow. Well, and we've got a lot a writing lot. on this. That's a lot. There's a lot there. I know I threw a lot at you all. Um, sometimes I, I forget if this is a podcast or therapy and so i do um yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i'll say this i don't think you would have gone off on that much of an insane tangent and rant okay. had yeah. none of that storyline happened so i'm just gonna Thank go you. ahead and say that i think they did a good job because <laughs> wow compelling because okay. uh I'm you were you're still thinking about it and it's touching mm-hmm. your heart in a way that is real mm-hmm. and so i think they kind of did what they were supposed to do as as traumatic as it was and i am okay. sorry for your trauma but i i think Thank they you. kind of nailed it by you having this uh just immense reaction to the entire <laughs> situation um so i'm going to say they nailed the storyline but I okay. will say, okay. you know, here's the hot take from a lesbian. Okay. Uh, when okay. you're watching a show and there's a hot yeah. couple. Actually, I'm not going to speak for all lesbians. Well, yeah, I am. <laughs> Why not? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. You know I what I mean? Do. Who cares? I I, yes. I speak for all of us. And okay. we do want them to succeed. But, mm-hmm. but for me, I'm always kind of into one more than the other. And as you said, if they break up, Mm -hmm. even though they're fictional characters, I then can imagine with my fan fiction and all that shit, 
me with that person. Makes sense. Yeah. So breakups are sad for me. And maybe I just don't like happy endings where people like become happy. But when they bring Mm -hmm. up, then I'm like, like for me, I know the L word is like, whatever, but it was pivotal for all of us lesbians. It was just the only thing we had. But when Carmen and Shane broke up, I was like, yes, Carmen is single. She's by far the hottest person alive. And so yeah. <laughs> in my head, I was like, what Morgan can date. You know what I mean? It's just like the. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also, I will say that that breakup of Buffy the Vampire Slayer was very upsetting. But both of them were mm-hmm. so goddamn hot that yeah. at the end of the day, I was like, oh, now they're both uh, single. And then they died. And then I was like, well, we have one left that I can imaginarily be with. There's my hot right, take. Right, right. I, I I get that. I appreciate that hot take. I really do that. You know, when you break up an iconic couple, it leaves space for you to imagine yourself in there. Yeah. I get that. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, to me, one of the saddest parts is I feel like Amber Benson should have a bigger career. Yes. What? what has because she once they this? killed her off as Tara... I mean, I know she consistently works. She's still an actor, but like, I don't know. And she was the best singer. I mean, she really carried that musical episode, her and mm-hmm. Mr. Anthony Head. Oh, I guess she does a lot of writing. Yeah, she's. A, I think she's kind of more of a filmmaker, which is maybe her chosen path. But for me, I would choose to see her on a big network. You know what? I know she did have a part on private practice, but it's time. It's time to bring her in. Call her up. Time for her to be a doctor on Grey's Anatomy. <gasps> I just got chills. I just got And then maybe chills. Allison Hannigan can do a guest. She will never <gasps> join the cast, but she could do a guest. A guest. <sighs> and they are exes or something. And they fall back in love. Wow. Just switch the wow. just switch the network and the TV show. <laughs> Bring them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just slide them on. I over. love that. I love it. Honestly, just dare Joss Whedon to sue you. Be like, you, Joss Whedon, should not be in the news. For suing Shonda Rhimes. So stay out of it. We're bringing back Willow and Tara, but they're now doctors. <laughs> Instead of slaying vampires, they're One saving. Is alive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Or bring the storyline with them. You know? So yeah. Grey's Anatomy oh, yeah. then like, becomes a real fun... <laughs> vampire. There's a vampire storyline that happens. I'm into that. I'm into that. I love that. I think there should be more nostalgia casting. They did that one episode of Grey's when the women from Charmed were sisters. Mm-hmm. And I want more of that. In fact, now that you mentioned the L word, like, I want to see, like, bring them all, bring them all to Grey's Anatomy. I want to see Jennifer Beals. I want to see Pam Greer. I want to see Rose Raw. I want to see the whole cast of The L Word on Grey's Anatomy next season. Grey's Anatomy season 18, a.k.a. The L Word, is what I want. <laughs> but what I really want is to see them all playing doctors and and for it to feel like it's just like a high-budget fan fiction. Oh, my God. Uh, can you imagine? It's like, we're bringing back The L Word, but now they're all doctors. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> slap them all into the Grey's Anatomy universe. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. That's you know what they'd call it Gay's Anatomy. Oh, wow. wow. All right. Should I go now? Is now when I should leave? It's now when I go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
now's when you get your crown. You're getting, we're going to crown you. This is why you're allowed to speak for all lesbians. There we go. That's why that right there. Gay's anatomy. Wow. <laughs> Gay's anatomy. Wow. Gay's anatomy. Uh, wow. I think we've really done great work here today. <laughs> Everyone is like, is this a porn or what's happening? Well, I was going to say, I was about to Google Gay's Anatomy to see if it's out there. And then I was like, I that can't have that in my yeah. search history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that'll that'll take me somewhere that I don't <laughs> need to be. Um, well, Morgan, this was so much fun. Uh, before we say goodbye, are there any famous lesbian breakups or makeups that we didn't touch on today that you were like, oh, I have to mention this before I go? Or is there anyone, you know, who's your Kelly and Rosie that you want to see get back together? Any final thoughts from you? Oh, my God. Again, horrible at names and all of that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, But I think I think I'm not like rooting right this moment for any couples. I'm not trying for them to break up. I think if you listen to my podcast, Famously Dumped, I'm not in a really great place to analyze Mm -hmm. anyone's relationship at all, but I'm learning how to get (laughs) dumped. So that's great. But I don't think, I don't know. I don't have a lot of stakes writing in celebrities, uh, like togetherness in general. So I don't think Mm -hmm. I have. That's I'm healthy. also just, it's, yeah, it's health. I mean, I just am like, whatever. And I also, I'll just say, I'll say this. Do you guys know what smut mm-hmm. is? It's like erotic. It's like erotica. Yeah. Right? It's okay. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with so, you. I've just kind of been on the erotica train where I've been reading some uh, lesbian smut, which, oh God, I have mm-hmm. to hate to say this, but a girl I hooked up with who's Gen Z turned me on to it. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so, I don't know. I'm more into imagining my own characters in my own mind than attaching to the celebrity world. Because it's too... I love that. It's too fake. You know what I mean? That's the thing. We look at the Instagrams and the da-da-da-da's and that. And I'm just like, I don't know what's real. I don't need to know what's real. But once, when the day comes that I'm putting mine on mm-hmm. Instagram, you better believe I'm going to be the happiest person in the world. All of it's real. <laughs> All my Instagram. <laughs> All of it. Oh, amazing. Well, speaking of your Instagram, now that our stand stands have fallen and stand with you, where can they find you online or maybe in person? Amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, Morgan Miller 17, Morgan Miller 17 is my Instagram. That's where you're going to find all the, all the, all the info, all the fun stuff, all my shows that are coming up. Um, I did kind of blow up on TikTok, Morgan Miller talks, T O K S. So go mm-hmm. follow me over there. And then I am bringing dirty laundry, which was a show in New York to, Los Angeles, and I don't know when this is going to come out, but if you are in LA, we're doing a huge benefit blowout show to start us off. It's August 26th at the airline, and then it will be every other Thursday, and it's called Dirty Laundry, and you can follow me and all of that, and uh, the Instagram for Dirty Laundry will be on there as well. But we're doing a big blowout show, and we're going to benefit Black and Pink, which helps incarcerated LGBT um community so it's going to be awesome so if any of your listeners are in los angeles get tickets that they're going to be released probably this week i don't know when this episode is going to be released but uh yeah i would love people to come to that and it's going to be a huge uh, night and we're going to have a dj it's going to be a whole thing so there you go 
Well, you heard her, awesome. LA. You better go out to get some dirty laundry. That sounds so yeah. fun. Awesome. Well, Morgan, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for going on this uh, absolutely insane journey with us today. It was a beautiful <laughs> journey. I want to thank you so much for having me as someone who is a f- real dumb, dumb to pop culture and names and <laughs> shit. I'm, thank you for having me. I hope I was at least entertaining. But this was wonderful. I learned a lot. Um, so thank you good, for having good. me. Good. I feel like as professors, I need you guys to know that I learned a lot. And I do appreciate you. Wow. That's yeah. why wow. we do this. Yeah. Rate my professor. Professor.com, I'm coming for you. And given... <laughs> Thank you yeah, so much. Given five stars. I could use a couple... I've got some weird ones on there, so I could use a few more. Another weird, one, weird one. You know, guys, yeah. in, in, in conclusion, TikTok, you don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Stan Stan. Bye, y'all.